Welcome to the Palmouth Project, everyone. Today is Friday, April 24th, 2020. I hope that you've had a good week, likely in quarantine, like most of the rest of the world. It looks like some cities and states are going to be here in the US at least opening up again soon. So I wish everyone well in that process. Now, this was the first week back for season two. We had two wonderful episodes on Monday and Wednesday. In case you missed them, check them out at thepolymath.tv. I spoke to Chad Dickenberg, one of my best and oldest friends, about his amazing work with Sips and Kicks, a nonprofit foundation focused on helping kids overcome health challenges such as diabetes, obesity, which is a major problem as we know for children and adults worldwide through a very creative program where they go into schools throughout the tri-state area now expanding across the nation in the US as well as globally. And on Wednesday, I spoke to one of my mentors, David Houle, who has coined the phrase, the shift age and other profound brands that deal basically with how humanity needs to face the future in order to put ourselves in a better position. Covers topics including sustainability, politics, technology, and media, and how all these different forces of society need to start reshaping themselves and rethinking uh, their way forward. David talked about how the 2020s are going to be the most disruptive decade in human history. And look what we faced here in the first quarter already with COVID and the pandemic uh, as a preview of what's to come. Today is going to be a solo mission. I'm going to talk to you directly here about uh, my take on what's happening with COVID, what's happening in the world right now. I posted an article on Medium two weeks back titled 2020 Life Vision, A Message to Humanity. So what is that message and what does the brand 2020 have to do with it? Um, about five years ago, I wrote a book called 2020 Life Vision that's really focused on helping each of us individually find our own higher purpose. And what we do individually connects to what happens collectively. There's a connection between you know, what's happening externally right now in the world with COVID and how it's affecting each of us and the opportunity that each of us now has personally to take a different lens and a more introspective approach. Um, with this quarantine, we may feel that we're forced to do a lot of things, and there certainly are some deep personal losses of freedom, which we believe, and hopefully it's true that we're doing so in the name of humanity's benefit, it remains to be seen. We'll see what happens as different states and cities open up and Obviously, we're all doing our best to comply with stay-at-home orders uh, that have come down from our political leaders, our elected officials. Next week, I'm going to invite onto the show one of my friends who's written a very interesting article on that topic and how it's our right. It's our right as citizens uh, of any state, city, or country that we're part of to question our elected officials on these decisions. Uh, naturally, they're not easy decisions. These decisions have a lot of impacts, a lot of repercussions on all levels of society. Uh, we've certainly, by no mistake, um, 
by all means, we've entered a depression, whether we like that term or not. Uh, we're in that with unemployment in the States and globally the impact and the ripple effect is going to be felt. So these decisions certainly weren't come upon lightly, um, but we do have the right to question them. And there certainly is some alternative thinking and alternative approaches that certain countries are taking, like Sweden, that didn't close its doors uh, at all in terms of any type of quarantining or stay-at-home orders. There's different approaches, as we're seeing. There's different types of research. We're not sure how much of it, the data, the statistics, we can actually trust. Uh, and there's all different types of anecdotes and stories. People are speaking up, speaking out. Um, mass media is something that I certainly wouldn't trust and recommend that everyone takes a look at more independent, alternative forms of media and information and data that's coming through in terms of science from different parts of the world and different uh, scientists that are speaking up and speaking out. Although again, a lot of them aren't being you know, shown or showcased in mainstream media where there's a lot of uh, the horrific news and the more dramatic uh, form of information that's coming out and the impact, the negative impact mostly that that's having on people. Um, we'll talk about some of that more next week with some of our guests today and in the message to humanity that I conveyed through the article Really, it's more of a focus about what we can do with this gift in ways, how we can see the silver lining in this opportunity we have now to take a more self-reflective and introspective approach. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us, and we're seeing some of that expression also take place through different groups, through social media, how people are appreciating time with their families, time at home, time in their own environment, time to slow down. Let's slow down for a moment. Our society, this capitalistic, consumeristic rat race has consumed us, has fragmented us, it's fractured us in so many ways. And in spite of all the losses that have come in terms of jobs and in terms of productivity and GDP, all these metrics that we um, seem to be so connected to in the mainstream and in mass media, really, what do they mean for our happiness, for our internal world, for our own ind independent individual lives? That's the opportunity we now have. And that's the message to humanity, I think, we're seeing and we're able to get. And it's a really golden opportunity and one that I hope each of us, all 7 billion plus members of the human race, the current human race, are able to take upon themselves. Obviously, there's over a billion living in poverty already. So stay-at-home orders and quarantines aren't really their concern. It's more about making sure there's enough food on their plate and survival's a daily challenge for, for that segment. For the rest of us that uh, were in a more normal flow of living and had our lives interrupted six, seven weeks ago, 
let's look at the silver lining and take this golden opportunity, this moment, to make some space, make some changes, and rethink how our individual lives can be different, not when this thing opens back up again, but now, right now, in this moment, today, in your own life. And within that, within that reflection, we can start asking some deeper questions about purpose, about your purpose, my purpose, humanity's purpose, and how we can then from that point, with our own orientation reconfigured, bring some of that energy, some of that light back to our communities, back to our workplace, and to society at large. Because a rethink, I believe, is necessary. We have to rethink the whole thing, the whole system, our entire approach as humanity, as society, as different countries, nation states, certainly needs to come under scrutiny at this moment. The way our healthcare system, the way our political system has handled everything to date, how it's dealing with things now, we can see there's a lot of cracks. There's a lot of room for improvement. But that which we can control the most is what happens when we look in the mirror and look inside into our own individual journey. That's why I created that program four years back, and that's why I felt compelled to speak up and write more about it at this moment because the 2020 Life Vision Challenge, as I called it, was a challenge for us to find ways to look into our own dark corners and find ways to bring some light forward. And this moment that COVID has introduced us to over the last two months, and I'm sure at least the next one or two months in, in this current format, and the lasting impression and stamp that it will leave on us is that opportunity, I believe, for all members of humanity to take that next step and see where we can bring some more, some changes into our internal landscape, our internal ecology as the master philosopher Dario Salas Summer spoke about and described so eloquently in his book, Morals for the 21st Century. Today is also the first day of Ramadan 2020 for all of those who are celebrating this wonderful festival, this wonderful spiritual opportunity, Ramadan Kareem. I'm one of those participants. This is going to be uh, another 30-day journey internally, a retreat. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, almost 15 years ago, 15,000, 1,500, excuse me, years ago now, um, first began this practice and introduced it to his community. And it's a practice of retreat. In and of itself, it's a quarantine where the prophet would leave his family and community and go to the mountains, into a cave, into a deeper meditation deeper connection with a higher power, 
that was in himself. But in order to get that deeper connection, you have to quiet, quiet this, quiet the mind, and quiet all the external externalities of life and come into a more inward focus. That's what Ramadan is about, as well as fasting and giving up some of the things that we're used to having, things that we might take for granted, like food, like water. And ironically, right during this time, while we're in this quarantine, we're in our own retreat already as a global humanity, a global community. Other great thinkers throughout time, regardless of you know, religious or philosophical orientation, like Plato also spoke about a cave in his great analogy of how we need to start from the cave in order to discover our shadows, our demons, and eventually gain some light by coming and emerging out of that. But only through that, through that journey in the cave are we able to get to that light. So my challenge you know, for everyone today is to find your own retreat within this retreat and discover what you can see with that time, with that internal lens and focus, with whatever level of fast you can bring to the table. We're all already giving something up in terms of our personal freedoms and our access to life as we knew it. David Hull spoke on Wednesday's show about the challenge of consumerism and taking this moment, using this moment to consume less and how that would benefit the planet, this planet Earth. Nature. Nature speaks and gives us messages. And I strongly believe that we're getting one of those messages now through this quote unquote crisis. Maybe it's a blessing. And nature's asking us to make a change in the way we approach the planet, the way we're approaching life collectively. Collectively. That's all of us as individuals coming together collectively to make our rules and create norms of how we will operate. So ask yourself and challenge yourself as you go into your own space, your own internal space that you're able to create, hopefully, through this moment, this moment in time, and within that space. Take something on. Reduce your consumption, as David asked us to do. Or make some other dramatic change or subtle change. It's really up to each one of us. Together we can make a change, but that starts within the one. So let's use this moment of time. Go deep. Make the space within yourself. Try to protect that space each and every day. Each and every day. This is going to finish at some point, and we'll be able to move out and about freely again, hopefully soon. The rat race will begin again. 
and all the various cycles of society, the wheels will begin turning. When they do, it may be easy for us to get caught back up in that, all the noise, the distractions, the diversions. Use this moment. Use this moment. Create the space and then protect that space for yourself. If you're able to do it now and create a discipline around that, whether it's five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 10 minute hourglass with probably thousands, maybe 50,000 little grains of sand. And you can take a moment to pay attention to each microsecond to gain awareness. Quiet the mind and go deeper inside. Using your breath. Find that silence. That's the message. And when we're able to do that consistently, we can ask ourselves the biggest questions, the deeper questions. The question I asked myself four years back. when it came to me that I needed to write this blog that turned into a book that's now an app. I ask myself that question as often as possible, but it has to be done with a clear mind, with as blank and clean a slate as possible. When we do that as individuals, we'll be able to bring a different kind of energy back to wherever we connect and whoever we connect with. It doesn't matter what your political, religious orientation is, race, nationality, language, We have a lot of differences. It's almost eight billion of us. Within the next five years, we'll be well over eight billion on our way to nine and 10. The planet and nature provides everything we need. It has provided for all of humanity everything we need but we must respect it, must heed its messages. In cities like where I stand now in Jersey City, they're building buildings on top of buildings. Every free square foot of space, they're putting up a new 
50-story high-rise. Does that really make sense for humanity? What laws and what leaders are leading the charge or allowing that to happen? Who is that serving? The pollution, the construction, the crowds, people packed like sardines in the path train and subways. Is it really a surprise that we're getting sick? The coronavirus isn't something new. It didn't come here to punish us. It's not some external thing. This is of our own making and our own creation. And it's just simply showing us the fragmentation and disillusionment that we've been living in. It's an important moment of self-reflection for us as a collective. A chance for each of us individually to bring that reflection home into our own hearts. And ask ourselves, what can we do to improve ourselves? and to bring some light, some love, some sense to humanity. This is our moment. This is the opportunity that we have before us. Whether you take the 2020 Life Vision Challenge that I've created, come up with your own or engage some other type of mindful approach in your life. It doesn't matter. I just urge you to take on something, something different, something deeper. Something that takes you out of your comfort zone. the more of us that make that move with courage and limit the noise from the external world, the forces of control, the forces of the consumer economy that for years has forced us to buy into and by literally things that we don't need and things that aren't our truth. The things that Chad spoke of on Monday, why these kids are out of shape and sedentary and eating garbage. Not just the ones that are living in poverty, but ones that are from well-to-do households with families that are too busy to spend time together and cook and buy healthy ingredients 
and take more time to put care into what we put in our bodies. This is the level of awareness we need in order, in order to get that. We needed this break. We needed this yin from the yang of chaos, of energy, overly active, hyperactive. This is the karma that we have brought on. Nature's showing us something. It's time to wake up. I wish everyone a peaceful and harmonious weekend. We're going to continue having some impactful speakers to join this project. This isn't a talk show. This is an active experiment, an active collaboration where thought leaders of all different backgrounds come on, challenge each other, bring to light some new perspectives, and we try to take on these major challenges that we're facing as humanity. Only together, only united, will we be able to make these changes. And they're not going to be easy. But we can do it. We can do it. Signing off until next week, March 4th.